Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Us as parents deal with rejection a lot worse than the, than the kids do. I think kids are quite indifferent about it sometimes. Um, I think when the older they get, obviously they know more. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when you're three, you don't really get it. She was up for quite a big role um, a few weeks ago. We did. It was an international role. We did all the licensing, everything, got down to the last moment, and they were like, "Actually, no." Like, and this was like we'd done the whole thing, uh. and I was just a bit like, "Ugh." But you know, some kids do cry and are really upset by it. And I, and again, I think that's a sign that they're not emotionally ready for it because you you do have to be obviously you guys know so thick skinned and able to say oh do you know what I didn't get it I'm happy for the person that did and (laughs) you know and it's nothing to do with me and move on and that is very very difficult to do you are listening to the dope black moms podcast I'm delighted to be joined by Jessica Elliott founder of Jessica Elliott management so award-winning talent agency audition coach and industry advice for parents. Welcome, Jessica. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey. And we have Kylie here, actress, filmmaker, and Dope Black Mom 2. Welcome, Kyla. Hello. Amazing. Thanks so much for everyone being here. Um, Jess, I just wanted to get into the basics. For anybody listening that doesn't know, can you just quickly tell us what a talent agent is? Okay, so a talent agent is responsible for putting you or your child in this case um, forward for opportunities within the industry. So whether that be film, TV, theatre, or modelling, if if that's your if that's your bag, whatever it is, your your main responsibility is is putting them in front of um, of the people who have the power to get them on, on the TV or on the stage or, or in the catalogues. That's that's the the main purpose of an agent. There are other things they do as well, but I would say if I had to say in a nutshell, that that's your job. Okay. Um, so you're the you're the seller in the chain. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the casting director is the buyer mm-hmm. um, and you are the seller as the agent. That's a very good way of describing it. I've never heard it like seller and buyer before. Yeah. Um, so Jess, what do your days look like, your day-to-day as a talent agent? Um, well, I'm also my mum as well. Yes. Um, so um, I have a three-year-old, so um, she starts preschool at 8.30, so I drop her off. And as soon as I come back, I look at the boards. So the boards are um, like the job boards, mm-hmm. see what's there, and um, start my submissions for the day. Um, and then kind of do any like little admin tasks that I want to do, might have a bit of invoicing or catch up with accountant or bookkeeper or whatever, um, depending on what time of the month it is. Um, and then um, it's quite a lot of, um, from, the, from the submissions that I've done in the morning, I may then get self-tape requests um, where people have to do self-tapes or invited to auditions, and then I have to send those out. Um, and then I probably go on the school run by the time I've done all of that. Um, and then um, in this industry, it's um, it's heavily based on networking. Um, so you kind of have to once in a while leave the house <laughs> <laughs> and go out to an event. Um, you know, theatre or um, uh, it could be like a, a premiere or like local show or whatever it is. Um, so that you can um, a discover new talent, but b just kind of be in the mix of the people yeah. that kind of you you need to be in the mix of. So I try to I try to do that. Um, and and how are you juggling that all as a mum, business owner, agent as well? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no secret. No magic. I think I think one thing I've had to do, um, which I didn't do before 
before I, I had a child is boundaries mm. and there needs to be really firm boundaries in place um you know bath times and you know bedtimes um yeah it feels and, almost military doesn't it yeah it has to be a bit like that and then when she comes in from school i don't do anything for like that hour or hour and a half that's nice. we have french homework we have um dinner mm. you know that kind of thing and then when she goes to sleep then i can kind of start my day again Mm-hmm. Um, so it's exhausting I'm not going to lie mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> it's sounds exhausting, exhausting but it's the only way I've found so far maybe maybe some of your listeners have a better way but <laughs> the only way I've found so far to actually still be a mum and do all of this stuff as well oh look if any listeners have, a, have another way please send it in because <laughs> that's what I'm doing as well I think that's probably what we're all doing it is all open <laughs> <laughs> So, for mums listening right now, mm-hmm. um, how do you know if your child is ready to enter the industry? Um, I think, well, we start, we start them quite young. We start them at about four. We've got a couple of three-year-olds. Um, oh. <laughs> so, um, maybe not for them, but they have to express you know, a want to do this. It's not about whether the parents want to do it. It's about the child. And actually, even at the age of three, you can actually express a want to do this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, my little girl, she, people think, oh, because I'm a talent agent, she's going to want to do it. Well, no, not really. Not, mm-hmm. not not at all. If she doesn't want to, she doesn't, she doesn't want to. But she expresses every day, oh, I want to do that, mummy. I want to, <laughs> you know, recently took her to a concert at the O2 and she was just mesmerized by it. Like, you know, she really wants to, to do that. Um, but it has to come from the child. They have to express that. Also, another thing I'd say is they, they love stories, especially if they want to go into to acting and you're thinking of the kind of TV route. They have to like telling stories. They have to like reading stories, um, books, um, you know, a love of books. That's the script right there. Yeah, that's how I tend to find kids, um, you know, who are kind of ready and, and, and want to do it. Um, because on the flip side to that, you do have parents who want their child to do it, but it, it never works. No. It never, ever works. It has to come from, from that child and their actual love of it. Because, um, uh, again, I think people think there's, like, you know, big money in this, which, yes, there can be, and, you know, you can make a lot of money from it. But essentially, especially in the beginning stages, it's got to be for the love of it. And if you're kind of dragging a kid, kicking and screaming, <laughs> I just think I can't think of anything worse. I think there's there's already enough to that you have to drag them kicking and screaming to like going to school or you know brushing their teeth or whatever. But you don't need something else, you know that they they just don't want to do. Yeah, to- totally agree. And you said you've got some clients who are three and four. Mm-hmm. Is there a best age to start? Um, well, you can work in the UK from when you're six weeks old. Um, six so, weeks Yeah, because obviously the little babies that you see, that's someone's actual of course, yeah. baby. Um, using my little girl as an example, because she's one of the ones I've seen. When she's on set, she's very comfortable. She loves it. She, you know, mm. director is uncle this and uncle that. And she's, <laughs> you know, she's very kind of at ease with it. Um, but I have seen it the other way where, you know, you can see the child is not, you know, very comfortable. We had one the other day where um, it was a big commercial and there was a child, not from my agency, but you could just tell the child just really didn't want to do it. Mm. And there were about two or three. So I think just like everything else and all the other milestones we have as parents, every child is different, yeah. you know, and, and you will know, I think you will know if your child is the kind of child that can cope with that kind of environment where it's... Um, very busy there's lots of people lots of strangers that they've never met before and they're going to have to speak to them mm-hmm. um and you know just kind of like a, a multi-sensory environment bearing that in mind as well that there's a there's a, a lot going on mm-hmm. and is that something that they can cope with and, and you as a parent have to be honest with yourself as to whether that's for your child or not really trying to teach professionalism to a toddler is insane <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it is. It is, it is insane. It is insane. But then on the flip side to that, I think at the age of like, I think like my daughter now, mm. if you say to her, you, you have to be quiet now, 
she you gets know, it. She does it. And it, you have to have the kind of child who is quite a conformist where you say, right, it's quiet on set now, so you have to be quiet. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and they and they're gonna stop. Not some not a child who's just gonna just continue to ignore and make and make noise. Because there are three year olds who will stop. Of course. Um, and so again, it's just about weighing up. And and I think it's not fair on a child to put your child in that position. Yeah. If they're just okay. not ready. Yeah, it's funny because that's it's a similar situation to to what I had. I, I started out um, when my mum and dad they put me in um, into various sort of competitions and stuff when I when I was a baby and I won TV Toddler of the Year in nineteen. 19- oh, so of course I, you did. Of course I did, didn't it? <laughs> but I, I was two then, and then um, we had to go on and I did the open air morning show with Eamon Holmes and then um, music video with Tanita Tickerum, and then I asked my mum, funny enough. Um, I asked her, I said, how comes mum that you didn't continue um, to pursue that with me at that age? And she said, because, Kai, you were a fucking nightmare. Excuse my language. She goes, <laughs> she goes uh, no, because, Kai, you were a nightmare. She goes, when you, when you were on set, you were screaming the place down and all, all, you know, all this sort of stuff. But then obviously when you, see, when you see the video, obviously I'm smiling, I'm, I'm you, know, you know, stars in your eyes type of child, whatever. But she goes, I couldn't do that. I couldn't keep taking you out. And and have you have you scream the place down or be uncomfortable or make me uncomfortable on set? And so, what what would your advice be to kind of parents in terms of of, of managing that? I'll say, don't take them in the first place. <laughs> um, kids will be kids. That's it. Yeah. Kids surprise you mm-hmm. all the time. Sometimes, how you think they're going to be is totally. not how they are. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and so, it hasn't happened to me in a like on a set before but it has happened to me where I think she's going to behave a certain way and she just doesn't behave in that way mm. probably usually while we're in um Sainsbury's of available um and you're just you know doing a throw down and I'm like what the hell is this like you know like what even is this um I, I just saying to my mum and she was like well you didn't do that I was like well she's doing it so um I don't know I think I think in that moment, I think one thing I've learned, you can't really be worrying about what other people think. Right. And I think it's like kind of like just for me, I've I've learned through just practice and listening to others, like that low, slow tone, just trying to kind of reason with them mm-hmm. and then kind of moving on. And then I think probably reevaluating and probably not putting them back in that environment yeah. for a while. Yeah. Um, um, but you... You can, I think with this, you never can tell. No. And, and I think the worst thing that you can do, again, I've seen this. Oh, go on, go mm. on, go on, come on. Just get on. It, it, ones that do that, it gets worse, mm. I've found. Um, mm. The other thing that I've seen as well is bribery. It works Ooh. sometimes. What, like, you? I'll get you this your, yeah, your I'll get you, If you just item. do this, I'll get you ice cream. If you just do this, I'll get you McDonald's. If you just do this, it, wow. in you know, like the thing is, and I think Kyla will 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 um, get this. Mm. Sometimes, if they've taken a chance on a child to do something and there's no backup, there's quite a lot of money riding on it. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, this is not a game. This is not like a jolly up. Um, you know, with your friends and the local, you know, and your camera. Yeah. It. This is. This is. Essentially, could be if it's a Netflix production, hundreds of thousands mm-hmm. of pounds mm-hmm. that they've taken on your on your drive not to, you know not to kind of um you know scare anyone but that is the harsh reality yeah, that's, that's of the it. stakes isn't it you know yeah, yeah. isn't and, it you say, you say yeah if it was you and that was your production I don't think you're going to be very happy if little Johnny's like falling the place down <laughs> when little Johnny in the audition was absolutely fine and you thought it was going to be the star of your multi-million pound um performance mm-hmm. um I also think that kids behave differently in front of their parents, and sometimes I don't always agree with parents being on set. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think that they just act differently. Some some children, um, and some parents do make it worse. Not all. Um, I think some kids actually do respond better to their parents, but I've seen it both ways. Where it's better if actually mum just steps aside and let the director do the talking, right. let the producer do the talking, because it's their thing. 
yeah. and let the chaperone look after your child who's qualified to look after your child and you you're still there you still mm-hmm. have a presence mm-hmm. yeah. it's not so upfront I feel like um you know when you see the, like the under fives football matches yeah and you've got the coach giving you directions and you've got your parents, parents. giving you directions the kids in there like confusing. not knowing where it's confusing not knowing where to go who to take inspiration from orders from mm. yeah I totally get that so it's good that you've talked through just kind of knowing your child and how you can see that your child is ready and I suppose the sort of child that can work in that environment um is there anything that we need practically reels headshots cvs before yeah. we start I would say um to get started, you need some decent headshots. Um, and these decent headshots don't need to cost, you know, 500 pounds, 1,000 pounds. I've heard 2,000 before. Oh, yeah, it's so bad, the amount That's of scams really that are out there. I've heard, yeah, I mean, I've heard you need a website for 1,500 pounds and yeah. this and that. But you don't. You just need a set of decent headshots. Um, if they're under five, you can you can get away with doing them yourself on your phone. Yeah. Most iPhones are, or you know, um, yeah, you're going to change enough. a lot, aren't you? At that yeah. age, under five, um, they're good enough that you can take them against a plain background, you know, for yourself. Mm. Um, and then after that, just get a, a headshot photographer. And now that and you know, no shade, but that's not Auntie Whoever and Uncle Whoever, <laughs> you know, unless they're a headshot um, headshot photographer or or grandma. That is a professional headshot photographer who knows how your child needs to kind of look. The other thing that I will point out is these photos, they're not, you know, the kind of um, photos that you're to have on your wall and whatever. They're a working photo. They're a photo that is designed for a job. Mm. Um, And yes, okay. Yeah. And and the thing is, yes, okay, you need to like them. But I've had this before or I don't like them. And I'm like, but this is going to get your child booked. Mm. It actually doesn't really matter whether you like it or not. The fact of the matter is if you have a good agent who's telling you that actually, no, this is the money shot, this is the shot that I think is going to do it, you don't really even have to really look at the picture. They're on Spotlight, um, which yeah. is another thing that you, you need, um, Spotlight um, memory. Yeah. Um, um, it's like a, it used to be back in back in my day. Back in the day it, with it the was hard a book. copy books. Yeah, it was the actual yeah. book, but now it's all online. Um, and that's about um, £100 for the year. Um, but again, I wouldn't encourage anybody to go on spotlight that I didn't think was going to make that money back. Obviously, there's no guarantees, but you know, you're hoping that the people you book can bring in more than a hundred pounds a year, mm. mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. just for your own sake, as a, a from a business perspective. About business. Um, but um, yeah, going back to the photos, just you know, taking direction, and, and most agents will have a preferred photographer. Um, again, don't go off and use your own one. Use the preferred one. Um, because they're there for a reason um, to save you money and time Mm. Um, and and also just getting what you need from the jump you know Mm. without you know going to two three people go to two three four photographers and then come back and say actually we should have just gone with you Mm -hmm. should have Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) is there any advice that you find yourself constantly giving to parents the headshot one is one another constantly giving probably around taping self-taping which has become massively popular as a result of covid don't get me wrong self-taping was a thing before Mm -hmm. like i I feel like some people are making out like it's like a new thing it's really (laughs) not a new thing um but it's just obviously more now yeah and during lockdown it was the only way to to show people but um, yeah and zoom as well um but just um Sometimes on tapes, you know, you're constantly telling people the same thing over and over again. Do it landscape. You know, you say it over and over again and you still get the tape back. But I would say that um, people often ask how you get started, um, what you you should say. What you shouldn't do is DM and say, oh, you know, I've got really talented kids and you should take them. That's not really going to get you anywhere. (laughs) Um, You know, we want to we want to sign up like they can pay to sign up, and it's like it doesn't really work like that. Mm. Um, I've actually got a um, a pamphlet, like a little four page booklet on my website, how to how to approach an agent, mm. um, which is free. That I just say to people like, look, you can just download this. Um, 
just to help people because I I just think sometimes the information isn't out there yeah. and, and think that you can just you know rock up to another Slam thing I get asked is, yeah <laughs> another thing I get asked is um oh do you know anyone at Netflix I always I get asked that a lot a lot I'm like I'm like, actually I do um <laughs> if I give you the details I won't know them anymore you know that's usually my response um but yeah I don't know if that helps that's kind of and is the momager still a thing um momager yeah yeah it is i think dealing with these type of i think the term momager i think it kind of comes with negative connotations however if we flip that on its head a momager is essentially a mum who's a manager Mm -hmm. and and that is what you are um you know that is what you are as a as a mum you wear many hats um you're a chef you're a chauffeur um you know you're an entertainer you're you're all of these things and if your child is in this industry you're actually also essentially a manager um because an agent and a manager is different um and it is your job to um it is your job to um, manage their diary with all the hundred and other one things that they've they've got um going on i was thinking about um have you come across any mums that live vicariously through their children or any, actually i say mums any parents full stop that live vicariously through their children you know it, as a as a mum it, it kind of is your job to manage their diaries you know they've got parties and swimming lessons and this mm-hmm. and that and now they've got self tapes added in and, and in person auditions and zoom auditions um what are they going to wear for these auditions what are they going to you know if they book jobs who's going to take them and 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 all of this so so actually i think that the the term mummager which was created by by chris jenner okay. who's actually the ultimate mummager in my eyes mm-hmm. um you know, you have to manage it. You have to manage their money, um, you know, and, and, and all sorts. So I don't. I, I think sometimes it would be good if it didn't come with such a negative connotation. However, mm. on the flip side to that, in answer to your question, have I come across parents living through their child? Yes. Mm. Yes. And it's actually very sad because what you find is usually those parents, the child does not want to do it. I see. Um, and... Um, Sometimes they do, but also the other thing that I find is sometimes kids just want to do it because it pleases their parents. Yeah. Um, and I've seen that as well. So they won't be like, no, I'm not doing it. They will actually do it, but they won't do it because they want to do it. They'll do it because it pleases mum or pleases dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I've had it before as well where they're not, not in particular living through their child because they've always wanted to do it they're just so desperate or eager to see their child on the tv i see Um, because their child is 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 a star in their eyes yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and they'll they'll act a certain way or you know and 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 really push um when actually their child's a bit indifferent but they wouldn't mind being on the tv but they're not overly fast and is is it different um putting a child up for a a kid's show for example versus putting a child up for what would be um a show that has more adult content yeah i think um i think the difference well the main difference will be they'll they'll watch the kids show and the adult show you would have to just kind of maybe edit around the edges and let them just watch their their bit mm. um usually find with kids with kids shows there's more children on set right um and so that's a different dynamic um because then there's there's other children for them to kind of bounce off but then you have to remember that where there's more children there's more in inverted commas issues just because they're they're children just like us it doesn't mean Mm -hmm. they're necessarily going to naturally gel with them Mm -hmm. um but I tend to find nine times out of ten, it's a great it's a great thing when there's more than one child on on set because they become friends. Of course, something in common. Um, when it's um, a more adult show, and um, which we've had quite recently, um, two kind of big um, adult shows. We've had kids on um, where they were the only kids. One of them was a boy with his sister, so that's you know that's good because mm-hmm. it was still then two of them. Of course. But then the other one was just the one child by themselves, um, um, and it's all adults. 
But again, I go back to, and it goes back to the same thing of, is your child ready for that environment? Is your child comfortable around just adults? Um, Because again, you don't have to accept, you don't have, again, you don't have to accept every single audition. And you might find that they they cope really well with the kids' programs where they can bounce off another child, but the adult shows that they're not ready mm. for that reason. So it's just knowing your child and being very honest from the jump and not going to the people's production and, and wasting their time and their money. Of course. As harsh as that might sound. Yeah. And both of you being mothers, do you want your children to, to be in the industry or continue to be in the industry. Oh no, I was just saying it's 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 interesting um, for for me only because obviously like like I mentioned earlier that like I started off that young and then um, then my mum thought it best was just for me to go to regular kind of mainstream school and just do all the kind of community based stuff, um, projects outside youth theatres, singing, dancing classes, all outside outside of school and extracurricular type thing. And I was I was saying to Nina um, earlier today actually that I've been I've been I've been acting now professionally for half my life and it's and and I met my husband at drama school and he's an actor as well and so in our house like as soon as as soon as we finish this I'm off to do a self-tape with my husband and yet my children are still awake and they, they're just in it. they're in the mix you know they're, they're watching us do self-tapes they're watching us record they're watching you know they, they come they come to, they come with mum and dad on set and so this they're, they're very much in the mix of it and so I think the difference between us, I guess, myself and perhaps somebody else is that they're already in it. They're already experienced it. They're they're already on IMDb for various different credits, you know. So, I think if 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 they wanted to, I I, I would I would I would encourage and support. But I'm not going to force them. But this is this is the life that you know I guess I've chosen, or you know my my husband and I have chosen for ourselves. So they're not exactly going to be completely out of the industry. Um, but if but if they chose to pursue it as a career for themselves, of course I'd I'd, I'd support them and 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 encourage them. But it, it's it's a tough one because it's it's such a tough industry. It's such a tough game. I think to to see my my daughters experience the 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 you know inevitable re, you know rejection that that actors face um, and all creators face in terms of you know freelancers and whatnot. Um, auditioning or hearing the no's or not hearing anything more often than not I, I don't I don't know how I personally would feel about that on their behalf so I, mm. I guess it, it's, it's, it's as I say it's interesting we'll have we'll have to watch this space on that one even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Yeah, I think um, for me, I I was um, I was doing something the other day, and my my little girl was um, on her pretend mobile phone, and she she says, "Oh, um, how much are we looking at for a buyout?" And I, I just turned around, and I was like, "What?" That is brilliant. Like, yeah, and 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 that in that moment, I suddenly realised, wow, she's watching everything yeah. I'm doing, she's listening to everything I'm doing. Maybe she'll be an agent. Maybe. Um, but if she wanted to pursue it, I would I would support her. But I think that's just like if you, whatever your child is going to make them happy, you would mm. you would support them because she also says she wants to be an astronaut. So yeah. you know, I I would if she wants to be an I'd probably prefer her to be an actor than an astronaut. Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> but I just like because we worry. But um, I think you 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 brought up an interesting point about the whole rejection thing, and I often think that us as parents deal with rejection a lot worse than the, than the kids do 
I think kids are quite indifferent about it sometimes. Um, I think when the older they get, obviously they know more. Mm-hmm. When, when you're three, you don't really get it. She was up for quite a big role um, a few weeks ago. We did. It was an international role. We did all the licensing, everything, got down to the last moment, and they were like, "Actually, no." Like, and this was like we'd done the whole thing. Um, and I was just a bit like, "Ugh," like, but like just for momentarily. Obviously, it's what I do, and mm-hmm. and, and move on. Um, but you know, some kids do cry and are really upset by it. And I and again, I think that's a sign that they're not emotionally ready for it because you you do have to be obviously you guys know so thick-skinned and able to say oh do you know what I didn't get it I'm happy for the person that did and (laughs) you know and it's nothing to do with me and move on and that is very very difficult to do um and so yeah I guess there's there's all of that added in as well because no one wants to watch their kid be upset like we don't want to be putting our there's enough things for them to be upset about we don't want to put our kids in a situation where they might be upset even more but then on the flip side to that for life yeah there's rejection no matter what job they choose to do and even for the the hard lessons to be learned but yeah I mean you know we're all black parents Mm. you know the black parenting experience which I'm only just you know I'm just getting started with that now and only just now realizing that oh it's a different experience I didn't I didn't know Mm. I've never done this before you could look at it both ways that actually it might prepare them for what's to come in later life I don't know yeah very interesting question and how do you think actors are viewed now do you think the thinking is changing from back in the day when you need to go and get a real job or do you think (laughs) that's still there that real job um i think i think um it's very much a cultural thing as well like you know in especially in a lot of black households um you know it's accountant and asian accountant lawyer doctor or die like that was the choices and if it's not that, it's not even really that well respected. I think maybe even some of my family are like, what do you do? Like, yeah. what is that? Like, what? Um, so I think culturally there is probably still barriers to break down. However, um, you do tend to find, and I've, I heard um, Tiny Temper in an interview say this, where his parents were like, what? And then when he showed them their, his bank account one day, That's they were it. like, oh! <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. Um, also, I think being an influencer is, is relatively new obviously it's not being an actor but it's a it's a form of entertainment and, and you know and some of these influencers what they're earning you know some of these kid influencers and stuff. Earning, you know they're earning phenomenal amounts of money where they actually wouldn't have to work in their adult life if they didn't want to mm-hmm. um so and, and so i think i do think attitudes are changing um i do think that you can be a very well educated actor or actress um, and in the industry um, nowadays, obviously there's lots more degrees you can do at uni mm-hmm. and this and that. And, and I think, yeah, I think it, it probably is a lot more respected. And, and I remember when it was the lockdown and, you know, I sort of said, you know, don't get me wrong, not taking away anything anybody does who works for the NHS or whatever, but we wouldn't have got through it without Netflix and Prime and music. Indeed. And, uh, the artists carried things. us through. Yeah, and and that and they were key workers, as far as I'm concerned. Because what would you have done without that? Even if it's for facts of sanity to put on Peppa Pig for your kids, that girl playing Peppa Pig, that's an actress. Mm-hmm. You know, talk the teenagers, talk it. They're the key workers out here. You know. Yeah, I couldn't that's agree more. Couldn't agree more. And I know it's a big a big, big subject, but just representation in the industry. And I'm sure, obviously, this hits you both, actually. We're talking about ethnicity rep as opposed to rep rep. (laughs) positive rep. Yeah, real rep, wholehearted Mm. rep, whole people rep. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you want to see change, I suppose? I mean, there's there's been great steps made from... Black Lives Matter explosion when we all realised that the racism existed and how we understand this, you know, when we seen overnight all the advertisements and um, you know, the black cast and everything coming in. But what what else would you like to see? Maybe long term and short term? Um 
think for me, um, I, I would hate to think that this is a, a phase or a, a trend, um, which I sometimes feel that it, it is, um, or a tick box. Um, I just feel that I'd love it to be that the best person gets the job, whether that's a white person or a black person or, or whatever, not especially brands, um, the need to constantly um, do it. And when I say do it, have um, black people at the front of their mm-hmm. their campaigns because they feel that it's the it's the it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Just do it because that family's a great family, or that kid's a great kid, or you know that fits the story. Um, I would say I would say that because it it starts to show after a while that oh this is a kind of another performative step. That's something that. I, that bothers me um and, we, and we're, we're talk, we're, we talk about trends and we talk about you know diversity and inclusion and quality initiatives that kind of just get rehashed every every five to ten years and and it's just it's it's frustrating because in commercials I think this is where a lot of you know um, white British people and families are, are frustrated because they say you know they can't turn on their tv without seeing a black family advertising oxo cubes or whatever it may be mm. and, and i can i completely agree and and, and and respect that because i i find that within our narratives within our storytelling within our dramas and our thrillers and our british tv and film we're not seeing enough or the same level of representation in terms of black families and black people in the same way that we do when it comes to capitalism in terms of our commercials and our advertising where it's okay to see us when you're when you're hoping that we buy or or that you can sell something to us but when it comes to creating and shifting narratives and mindsets through our art through our through um our storytelling i still feel like we have some way to go you know, we're, mm. we're, we're, we're changing attitudes when it comes to, for example, with Bridgerton and we're looking at Queen Charlotte Sophia, understanding that she's a real figure in British history. That is, a you know, a black African descendant queen running the country. When we talk about, you know, um, uh, who do we have? We had Dev Patel playing King Arthur, for example, and we're looking at black knights in medieval times and so on and so forth. So there, there are some small, small shifts happening in that respect, but not enough. And I think, like you say, it's it, there, there, there is some kind of virtue sig- signaling, um, tick boxing, very obvious and performative things that are taking place, especially with brands, um, including black families and, and, and black people and in, the, in, in their adverts and having them as the face of adverts, which obviously I'm happy for. I'm happy that we're getting paid and that we're being seen. But I think there does need to be a crossover um, and I think that's that's my that's my ultimate goal. That's the that's the reason why I, I do what I do, and I'm, I'm all about being the change we want to see. It's it's about it's about making sure that we're seen across the board, not just to be bought and sold like we did 400 years ago. You know? Yeah, I think I think as well. The the other thing is um, brands need to be quite sensitive around the issue, and it, and this is a conversation that I've had with many a brand. Mm. Um, you put a black family or black children, I've had one relatively recently, you know, a group of black children at the front of your campaign. That then comes with quite a lot of backlash that that kid has to see. So true. Um, and, yeah. and it's damaging. And, and, and the thing is, luckily, I guess, for them and for, and, and for me, when it's happened to, to my kids, you know, I've they've got the kind of parents who are not going to go answering back on on Twitter mm-hmm. or back all thing on Instagram, you know, with essentially racists. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they have the knowledge and the tact to speak to their child and, and their child's not going to be too overly... I say too overly, it obviously is upsetting, um, too overly upset about it that they're just not going to continue. But I think brands need to take into account, you don't just push black kids, especially out there, without offering some type of support. Yeah. Um, and... Oh, yeah. and you know the uh, yeah i mean the other day when it happened it was like oh i'm so shocked i'm so surprised no 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 guys we must stop being shocked by this and yeah that's so we true we really must stop being shocked because you know if if you weren't so busy being shocked you would have had some kind of as you said aftercare mm-hmm. procedure in place where those kids could actually speak to somebody and you know be okay ab- about things so i think that's the first thing and the other thing i'd say is 
opening up the roles you know you mentioned Bridgerton like I, I remember saying to someone you know that the queen bee in black that's not it's not fake you know no, it's exactly actual that. thing mm-hmm. like you know opening up the roles I, I said the other day it's literally um last week if I see one more role <laughs> for a social worker and it's a black I'm just gonna just throw it in the bin I'm not gonna submit the talent this, this anymore like, yeah like you know, and it, it's it's the same roles over and over yeah. again for for our black people. Um, I think it has slightly shifted. I'm not seeing as many drug dealer roles. Yeah, not so many or robber robber. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying that, but yeah, you do get the social, social worker, worker over or, and over again. Yeah, yeah, security guards. Yeah, I get quite a bit. Yeah, <laughs> police. Every member of the constabulary you get that as well. So positivity. For both of you, what's the best part of your jobs? I think seeing the kids on the TV um, or on the stage, um, I don't think there's any better feeling than knowing, because obviously I know from the first self-tape to the yeah. whole thing that's gone into it, all the, all the stuff, yeah, to applying for the licence, to doing the th- all the stuff, I know everything. So I think that would be the, the best thing and, and I think seeing the parents reactions because another thing is parents sign their kids up to an agency but a lot of them don't actually think they're going to get a job <laughs> and sometimes <laughs> I say to them like what did you think was going to happen and then you know so that that kind of reaction and I think I'm very much an agent with a with a manager's persona um and we're very it's a very tight-knit um it's like a little family this agency a very tight-knit community so a win for someone is is a win for all of us nice. I mean, I love that about what I've managed to create. Um, I don't think it's something that you see that often. No. Um, it's quite competitive, but it doesn't have to be because what's Kyla's is Kyla's, what's mine is mine, you know, what's your kid's is your kid, you know. It, so you don't have to, there's enough for everybody and, and what's right for you is not going to be right for me, but that's fine. Um, you can mm. still celebrate that person. Um, so, yeah, I'd say that. What's the best part of the job ah uh, working with so many magical minded people i mean you've got mm. you've got to believe in magic you've got to believe in some sort of superpower higher being that you know because it really is like when you think about what it is that we do where we just literally get up and play dress up <laughs> for yeah. a living you know that's that's the stuff of dreams when you when you, you come to think about it this is the sort of stuff that you know like you just like you, you know you, these kids that's what they this is what they do on you know when they wake up they're always playing different characters doing different stories coming up and telling you you know they're, they're an astronaut or they're you know I'm a, I'm a sea turtle today or I'm a princess and we get to do that as adults and I think that's just insane to be able to do something different every day and be someone different and work with so many incredibly talented people whether it be you know like musical composers or you know people who you just the, the eye for direction and you know this you know creative people and set design and just I, i'm just i'm always just amazed by people who have these amazing talents and and, and crafts and skills and stuff that's just it's, it's incredible it takes us all around the world it looks we can be in the past present or future you know we can we can be anyone and everyone we can be anything it's just it's 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 a brilliantly magical place to be and I, I, I couldn't think of being anything or doing anything else yeah if that is an endorsement to go and do <laughs> who paid you who paid you suggest <laughs> yeah, so anybody looking to join your agency what what can we do okay if you're looking to join um you send an email a very brief email don't need to know, you know, just a very brief email, um, clear headshot um, attached. Again, you might not have professional headshots at this point, which is fine. You can just, um, you know, take one on your phone. Um, and also I would say, make sure that you're, when you approach your, you're you're actively doing something already. So you're in some type of drum club or dance school or, you know, you're trying to do something for yourself. That's always very attractive when I see parents that are being proactive and they're already in classes and and things like that. Um, and don't and and not doing it off the back of something. So, oh, one of their friends has just got in something, so now they think that they can. Don't tell me about your friends. Just speak about you, um, very briefly, and then um, I can kind of 
come back to them. Um, and also I think mm. it's worth remembering um, I cannot take on everybody, um, nor do I want to, mm. um, because then I, would, I just wouldn't be able to do what I do to the standard that I do it at. Um, and also I don't, I don't need, you know, 10 eight-year-old black girls and, and five, you know, 11-year-old white boys. I don't, I don't need that. I just need a couple of each. And so I'll have gaps in my roster and I can take, you know, kids that kind of fit um, in, in place for different ages and different races and stuff like that. Um, so that's worth bearing in mind. It's, it's sometimes not to do with talent. It's to do with the, the roster um, what's already there. Yeah, I think that's really good advice. Some of these bits you just can't control. No. Yeah, it's coming down to technicalities. Mm. And lastly, I suppose, just anybody listening, um, just any advice. So we've talked about the inevitable, relentless rejection. Just any advice on how to handle rejection or or maybe what keeps you both going? Because obviously, Jess, you get rejection, as I know, Mm -hmm. being an agent as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, we get rejection daily. So just any advice on on, on what, what keeps you going? I, I kind of say, I, and this is something that I, I've, I've come to live by now, is there's no such thing as, as rejection. It just wasn't your time. It wasn't meant for you. And I think it's a mindset. And it's not something that you just, it's not something that you develop overnight. No something that over time you you develop that mindset of oh it wasn't for me now don't get me wrong there are some times when I'm just like oh man like if a kid gets down to like last two and Mm -hmm. it's down to the wire and then they don't get it I'm still a human being I still feel that but it's 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 quickly recovering from that and 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 feeling it and I and I think it's it's about as well I don't want people to think that you know you, you can just or gloss over it oh you know because if you didn't if you didn't really want the part you wouldn't be doing mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. um so it's important to recognize how you feel and how your child feels um and and they can they're allowed to be sad for momentarily but it's when that sadness goes on that's where i think that just gets into a place where it's unhealthy um so just be in that moment and, and be disappointed and allow yourself to be disappointed and sad for maybe that that afternoon or that day or whatever and then the next day thinking you know what right another self-tape we go again Mm -hmm. and that's how you have to kind of approach it I don't know about how Kyla feels about it no like I said half my life I'm still here (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, but, but but you're absolutely right I think it's a case of um understanding that you've got to be in it to win it Mm-hmm. And and just knowing that every day, every day you get up, every day you get you give it your all, and one day, one job, it's gonna pay off. It will it, mm-hmm. will, it will happen, but it can't happen if you're not if you're not in it. It can't happen if you've given up. It can't happen if you don't get back up after you've been knocked down. You've got to stay at it. Um, and it's a case of like also, I I I think. I, I understand that I'm perhaps maybe built a little bit differently where I, I've, always, I've always said that this is what I was going to do with my life and so on and so forth. But I think for some others, it's okay to not do it as well mm-hmm. and accepting that, you know, what well, I, I gave it a go. I gave it a go, you know, but ultimately it's it's not for me and understanding that sometimes this, this isn't for everybody as well and, and being truthful and honest with yourself about that and, and 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 giving something else a try i think ultimately we only have one life and so mm-hmm. if you just if you just if you know you've, you've gone in you've given it your all but it's not for you then okay then perhaps try i don't know um synchronized swimming or something or something else you know where, where, there, where there's perhaps a little less rejection but in, every, in anything you know we're, we're, we're doomed to to fail at some point because if we because that's the only way we win the only way we 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 learn or grow by by but with anything is by is by failing and learning the lessons and, and getting better at it so you know i just think i'm i'm, I'm here to, to stick at it it's a numbers game and i think with, with 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 acting and performing and whatnot there's 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 a million stories to be told you're never too old or too young to tell someone's story and mm-hmm. so just just understand that you can come in and and and, and come back if, if it's not for you right now it may well be for you a few years down the line perhaps when you've got school out the way and you've got more free time on your hands or whatever it may be that it it, it it's there it, it entertainment and showbiz isn't going anywhere 
it's going to be here like you said it carried us all through lockdown carried us always carried us all through the pandemic it's been here for for centuries and and storytelling is one of the oldest things we've been doing we sat around the campfire doing it many many years ago we were living in caves and we'll continue to do that when we're living in space i'm sure so you know there, there, there's always a time a season for everything and and, and you'll find yours whenever that may be and also i think just piggybacking off of that recognizing that there's so many different careers in this industry indeed you know, if, if so you know, yeah. acting, when you hang out on a set, I think the greatest thing about hanging out on a set is realising that there is so many different careers. Absolutely. I mean, I never knew there were so many different careers. I didn't even know what a talent agent was or a casting director or, you know, a gaffer or, a, <laughs> yeah. you know, even the person that does the, the styling, the props. Like, you know, there's so many different careers <laughs> that if, if this is not for you, what, that you could go into and still be very much a, a valued part of the industry absolutely um so it's about learning and I think for our kids and I, I I drum this one as well there's not enough emphasis on the career element people just think it's about being an actor but actually there's so much more what about director what about going to film school That's what about it. you know so much mm-hmm. that you can kind of do and you need to open your kids eyes to that as well. post-production editing sound yeah. engineering grading colorists the whole yeah, yeah. Which we all need. We need brown and black talent everywhere. Absolutely. Yep. Behind On the, the other side. Well. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Thank you so much to you both sharing your lives with us tonight. <laughs> really appreciate us. It. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Jess, where can we find you? Um, so J underscore E underscore management. That's where I mostly hang out. Amazing. And, and Kyla? Um, you can look me up at Kyla Fry, Kyla Fry Official, or uh, hit me up on my Mother of Do page, because as you said, I'm a mum of two beautiful girls, Nefira Jones and Riley, and um, yeah, you can hit me there too. Amazing. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, ladies. Dope Black Moms. If you'd like to join the Dope Black Moms private Facebook group, please search Dope Black Moms on Facebook. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Please follow on all socials at Dope Black Mums. Thanks so much for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.